Hello and welcome to Gentle Touch. This podcast is a place where people can learn, discover and upscale mentally, spiritually and emotionally. This show is all about breakthroughs so get ready for some good vibes, realness and lots of information. You will be joined by me, your podcast host Alejandra Castro. Some of the shows will be just me and other shows will have guests open up new perspectives and views. My passion is to inspire and educate people who feel stuck. I will show you ways you can improve your overall health by sharing powerful tools that you can implement into your daily life. Let's get started. In today's episode, we have Katie Hess. She is an expert in flower alchemy and is the founder of Lotus Way and Sand Center. Katie, how are you? Where do you join us from? I'm so good. Thank you. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. I love it. Katie, t- wow. Katie, you know what? You are so truly inspirational because I've gone through everything and the love and the dedication and the inspiration I go through everything in your website. You have the quiz, the vlogs, you have three different categories for your blogs as well. And I'm just like, wow, how do you, and you have a podcast as well. And you've written a book. How do you do it? Lots of my references. <laughs> it is truly amazing for the person that may not know what is a flower essence so it's very different from essential oils most people are are familiar with essential oils how you know like lavender and other scented oils Uh, flower remedies are totally different they are the concentrated life force of flowers flowers because it's where the the reproductive organs are of the plant so it's where most of the energy of the plant is stored it's been around for thousands and thousands of years in every culture from um, Central and South America to Australia to Himalayas, pretty much everywhere. You can see Europe, um, you see medicine men and shaman and doctors recommending their patients to go out into the wild and drink dewdrops from the tops of flowers. Or you see like spiritual bathing practices in Central America or India, where they dump the flower water over your head. All of these practices are to be able to introduce the healing power of flowers into your body. And so what what um, what we do is simply like scale that life force. So yes, you spend time in your garden. You could make a flower essence and dump it over your head every morning. You could drink the dew drops every morning. But unfortunately, in modern life, most of us don't have the time or the capacity to do that. So we just bottle it up and then you can bring it into your everyday crazy modern lifestyle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I've read um, that the short-term benefit is it gives you clarity, focus, and you can sleep well. And the long-term benefit is rapid personal growth. Yeah. So what I see, I mean, um, when I see clients and, you know, even within myself, the normal amount of personal growth that we would yeah. go through you know, in about six months is squished down to one or two months. So I would say it really accelerates, you know, it puts the pedal to the metal, so to speak. It really speeds up the the way that we discover our blind spots, the way that we begin to see things that we haven't seen before about ourselves so that we can make different choices. And um, it's like, if there are any kinds of patterns yeah. that we were we came into this world with or that we've learned through childhood or traumatic experiences or our family lineage, cellular memory, or even the collective consciousness, 
if the idea is that the flower essences are helping us turn down the volume on the things that are not us and turn up the volume on our true nature, the, you know, the real you, so to speak. I love it. That is so, so beautiful. For the person that may not know or is the first time, so I know on your website we have the quiz, right? We pick the flower that is most attractive. How would they go about it? Would they go and they want to experience this personal growth? They want to see, have that energy. Would they? Would you recommend doing the quiz or sh how, how should they go about it? Yeah, I mean, I have a team that is like always eager and you know eager to help um connect you with the right flowers so you can call and dm us on instagram and, and um, email us but really like you said the easiest way is to just take the quiz because you you will always be attracted visually to the flowers that you need the most so just simply by like clicking on the ones you like it will it will tell you what you need you become your own doctor in a sense. I love it. I love it. And it's such a pretty, fun, and easy way to do it as well. well. What was your first experience with flower essence? Do you remember? Um, I remember one of the most surprising ones I was studying was a teacher from Spain. And at the time, I was living in Mexico. Wow. And I remember the first time that I took a flower essence called Impatience. And ironically, the flower is actually for showing you patience versus impatience. And I always thought, you know, my whole life growing up that I was very peaceful, like one of the most peaceful people that I knew, very patient. And in fact, after I took this flower essence, I realized I'm actually one of the most impatient people around. <laughs> so it's like when I say flower essences can show you your blind spots, it's like they can show you things about yourself you didn't see before. You know, this whole life I thought I was so patient and peaceful and I realized that, no, I'm not. I'm actually very impatient. And so um, it's like it shows you something new about yourself and then you can make different choices or have more clarity and awareness about your own behavior. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I mean, how, how do you know? Like how would, would you just, would a thought come to mind or would it be like in self-reflection or in dreams or how does it work? Yeah, I mean, it could be as simple as like, I'm driving a car okay. and I hit a red light and I'm like, okay, come on already. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You know, and then I'm like, oh, that's quite impatient. Yeah. How come you're not able to just like rest at ease at the red light? Or maybe someone's talking and I'm like, yeah, okay, get to the point. Like, hurry up. Like, I understand. Or you're using too many words or come on, let's get this done, you know? And then it's like, oh, wow, I'm really impatient. And that's not like necessarily a bad thing. You could also see it as like you're driven, you have energy, you can motivate people. But I believe that until we see the truth about ourselves, our yeah. behavior, our thoughts, our actions, you know, until we really see the truth, it's hard to make different decisions and, you know, be able to utilize that energy so it's good to see those things about ourselves <laughs> 100% I love it Katie so you travel in search of rare flowers with the healing qualities most needed today so where be British Columbia India Costa Rica Iceland Taiwan wow yeah I mean it's a wonderful sort of benefit of the business we never take vacations but our work takes us on travels to beautiful places where we're out in the middle of nowhere, we're in the wild, maybe we're near hot springs or waterfalls or, you know, just out in the middle of the jungle with animals. Um, and that is a huge gift. And every place around the world has, you know, of course, each individual flower has its own healing benefits. Yeah. 
and lessons. But each place also it has its interesting kind of themes of, of, of learning and healing. So for example, Iceland would be, many of the flowers are about like uh, rediscovering your childlike nature. Wow. Like wonder and magic and beauty. Whereas I find Costa Rica's flowers to be about how to purge your like innermost hidden fears that you don't even know are there. They're like trapped in wow. the <laughs> oh, Or like somewhere like Singapore can give you, their flowers can give you energy of like abundance and financial, you know, possibility or opportunities. Um, yeah, so like every place has its kind of like special essence wow that's powerful because you would think that i I wouldn't even know that if you don't tell me i'll be like wow certain places certain locations certain countries and what i really liked was the flower essence for pets as well yeah i mean animals um, feel the difference as well and oftentimes animals and babies will show the difference much quicker than adults and then the other interesting thing is that oftentimes our pets, because they're so unconditionally loving of us, they take on our stress. So oftentimes what we need is also what they need and vice versa because they're taking our stress. Wow, powerful, powerful. You also founded Sand Center, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, how was that? How, like, how did that come about? I was looking for a space to expand into. We needed more space, but we didn't just do like a little jump. We did a big jump. We went um, like 10 times more space. Wow. So then suddenly we had too much space, more space than, you know, either we needed or we could grow into. So over the years it's um, evolved. And right now um, we've evolved into a, a, like a wellness center and education about flower essences. You can come and get acupuncture or flower rituals or meditation, the teachings, events, and everything has the flower essence woven into the experience. Every quarter we invite in practitioners from around the country and the world to, to offer special services. And so people who are really looking for a deep transformation in their health and their happiness, um, it's a great place to land. How beautiful, that's amazing. It just goes to show how one how one leap and how one move that's courageous that's brave at how beautiful it can transform and how it can be a place of unity and community as well katie how can flower essences work with chinese medicine so chinese medicine is really old system yeah and, you know some people would say three thousand some people would say five thousand plus yeah. years old and they this is a culture that has been tapping into the body's energy system for so long the meridian system and all the different points and gateways and the flower essences essentially are working with the same system they're moving through all of our meridian systems working in the organs inside the body and then outside in the subtle body in what you might consider or call the aura so it's really it's like they're traveling along the same lines it's like trains you know we're two different trains but we're riding on the same tracks and we're working with the same energy I love it. I love it. It's, it's truly, truly beautiful. For the person that is very new to flower essences, how long and how should I use it? Like, should I just put it under their tongue? And how long should I use it for? Because it said six months. I think I read, would it say six months on a blog post? I'm not, I can't remember. Yeah, so first question, how often? And that's, um, you know, totally individual and up to okay. you recommend like five times a day at least. Okay. So you can either put it in your mouth you can put it in your coffee, water, tea, every beverage that you drink all day long, you can put it inside. 
And then we also make uh, mists and uh, oils with yeah. aromatherapy. So you can like mist yourself and put the oils on your skin. If you do this four to five times every day consistently, yeah. you will definitely notice a difference in how you feel in three to five days. You just feel more ease. And things that would irritate you before don't irritate you as much. And then how long? It depends on you. I know that some, you know, some of the like older flower essence brands will say like, take this when you're really stressed. And I believe in the opposite. I feel like the world is so crazy now that yeah. to use it consistently is the wisest choice. If you use it one month, you'll definitely notice changes. I noticed that if people use it for four months, that's when, because the flower essences are like transforming your inner world, right? Yeah. Around the four-month mark is when you, the external world reflects back. No! Yeah, so you start seeing, like, different relationships. Like, some leave, some come. New people come in, new jobs, new, you know, opportunities. Like, energetically, your external world shifts because you have. Wow. And that is doing it consistently four to five times a day for a period of four months. Yeah. How, how many, how many, um, would you recommend sticking to one bottle or can we combine different ones? You can take as many together as you like. Okay. Yeah. If, if there's like a real priority or something you really yeah. want to work on, I would recommend doing that one really consistently and then other things you can layer on top. Nice. I love it. What is the different ways to use flower essences? You can take it internally. You can mist it around you. You can mist other people. You can mist okay. your space, your animals. You can put the elixir, which you would normally take in the mouth or in your beverages. You can put it in your pet's food. Um, even if women who are breastfeeding yeah. are taking the elixir, their babies are getting the benefit or they're pregnant, their babies are getting the benefit. You can put it into oils and put it on your skin. We put it into bath salts as well. So you can nice. And then sometime around next year, we'll we'll be releasing hair care, like shampoo and conditioner and soap. And so you can just like get it in your everyday routine. I love it. I love it. How can flower essences make us money? I saw the blog post, but I didn't get a chance to go through it in detail. Yeah. So, I mean, our capacity to make money is in direct correlation with yeah. how open we are to receive, right? Yeah. And so if we have internal blocks to receiving, like simple like scarcity, there's not enough to go around, or if I'm successful, then she can't be successful, or what if I'm successful, then my family gets jealous yeah. and angry, or, you know, there's so many different kind of patterns that we come in with. And so flower essences will soften those patterns and <gasps> allow us to open more, to receive more. Yeah to be okay, like a, a, a bigger container to hold more wow. resources. Wow, that's that's powerful because sometimes we have so many blocks and sometimes our mindset that we're so tunnel vision that we find it hard to come out of those blocks to kind of change our mindset. I really like this one, a flower essences for skin issues. Hmm, yeah, so oftentimes what you notice is that your skin... Your skin interfaces with the rest of the world. Yeah. Right? It's the only organ, it's like the largest organ of the body that's constantly in contact with the world. And so, like, for example, if you're feeling on the inside really irritated, yeah. you might notice that your skin becomes red and itchy. Or 
Actually, probably you'll notice your skin first and then you'll be able to say, hmm, what's happening? What's causing this, right? Oftentimes when kids go through puberty and they get acne, yeah. it has a lot to do with like insecurity. Do I feel okay in my surroundings? Am I confident? Um, and there are flower essences for all of these emotional patterns that can wow. create the physical symptom. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So like if your skin is really irritated and itchy and inflamed, you might want to work with a flower like hollyhock. Okay. Which is really softening because it softens the irritation. Yeah. If you put the leaves in water and you put the water on your face, it softens your skin. But if you take the flower essence, it goes to the root, which is internal irritation. Like sometimes we worry that like relationships are hopeless or yes. we're afraid of being betrayed or irritable with someone that we love so it will soften all of that and invite in more love and then the skin becomes more beautiful i love it this is so nice there's there's so much to it there's there's so many ways to go about things what is a flower offering you know flower offering is when you you've bought you've purchased flowers or you've okay and you know put out the petals in any which way like it could be a bowl of flowers it could be okay. a mandala it could be you put some petals out you know and typically it would be an offering so you wouldn't like smell them oh okay <laughs> you wouldn't like take it in for yourself you would just like lay them out and then when you're ready to um like offer them you could toss them in the river in the lake in the ocean or in the forest and then you would make a wish you know that your offerings benefit xyz or you dedicate it to something bigger than yourself wow that is beautiful how was your journey to becoming the founder of lotus way how was that born oh it was crazy i mean the first 10 years i did consultations with people one-on-one -on -one with okay audiences. it got to a point where people were changing so dramatically and so fantastically that i thought i need to see more people i can't limit it to just the people i can see with my five to eight hours in a day I calculated if I didn't take any vacations, I could see 76,000 people in the, you know, for the rest of my life. And that wasn't enough. I wanted to reach more people around the world. So then I started making products that I could ship out. Mm -hmm. And it didn't require me and my time. And that was a whole other set of challenges, right? That was like, how do you be an entrepreneur? How do you do accounting? How do you do sales, marketing, social media? How do you hire people? How do you fire people? How do you grow a team? Yeah. How do you expand? You know, and it's the same process of personal growth. What are the things inside of me that need to change for me to be able to grow this business and expand? So really a lot of the work was my own personal work on my own blocks. Yeah. Because the business will only be as good as I let it be right so it's been 20 some years now and it's always a process of up leveling and growing and figuring out new challenges yeah. um right now we're looking more at like how do we reach more international people how do we reach people in asia how do we expand you know beyond where we've reached so far or reach people over here on this side of the world yeah. who maybe just haven't discovered us yet Wow, it's powerful. How big is the team? Right now the team is around 15 people. Wow, that's a big team. <laughs> Some people have teams of 500, but 15, I mean, 15 is a good number. Um, we've got, you know, a lot of 
plates about like spinning in the air mm. wow it's, it's really really good Janet, how you're also an author how is your journey to becoming an author yeah i always wanted to write a book i never really understood how it would happen i didn't yeah. look for it i just made that wish and one um, time i was traveling in india and i was at like a, a spa and wellness conference and uh, i ran into a man who makes movies he does time-lapse photography of flowers, you know, like he speeds it up. Yeah. So you can see what it looks like when a flower blooms. Wow. And he does all kind of like Hollywood movies. And so we became really good friends. And then at this conference in India, this other friend of ours said, you two should write a book together. And it was just kind of a natural fit because he had beautiful photography. I could do the writing. And so we, he reached out to a friend of his who was a publisher and we got a deal and I just spent the next, I spent the next year writing and then the year after that editing. Um, and then he, you know, we paired it with his beautiful photographs, wow. his story and voila. That sounds like a beautiful story. Do you think it's it? <laughs> I think if, if people knew how hard it was, they probably wouldn't do it. It was a lot of coffee and a lot of flower essences. And it's, again, you know how we were talking about the process of personal yeah. growth? Yeah, yeah. When you sit down, you think, oh, I'm going to write a book. It's going to be so creative and fun. And mm-hmm. every morning I'm going to write. And suddenly something happens to you. And suddenly you can't. And you're afraid of everything. And you just feel like you want to jump out of your own skin. And you don't know why. It's a really bizarre thing. And you have to just like work with all these kind of weird inner demons and obstacles come up that you didn't even know were there. Um, and then finally you have the book. And then by the time you finish writing it, by the time you finish writing it, honestly, you hate it. You never want to see it again. That's how you know you're done. And then luckily the editing takes a whole other year because okay. a year later you're like, oh, that's not so bad. I don't hate it anymore. I like it. <laughs> then you're ready to share it with the world. Did, did you, how, how does the editing work? Is it to you, you read it and then you get someone else? Or how many people have to, is it two or three people? I think three different editors. Okay, three different editors. Plus, did you count yourself or plus one more? Yeah. So so you and then two more editors? Three more. Oh, three more. oh girl. Oh, Okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. What lessons did you learn? Patience, resilience, perseverance. Yeah, and sometimes you just have to sit yourself down like a little kid and say, and do it now. You know, not be too nice to yourself. You're going to have some more coffee and you're going to finish this. Wow. And then other times you can stop and say, hmm, what is this funny feeling? And then you just have to do it, even with the funny feeling. It's like becoming more comfortable with discomfort. Wow, I love it. How many words is it? Oh gosh, I think it's like 60,000. 60, wow, that's a good size book. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well done, congratulations, girl, wow. What were the lessons learned in Lotus Way, like from hiring, from now upscaling, from the headquarters, from from. The nice bit is traveling, right? Exploring, learning, connecting. So many lessons I could talk all day. Um, I would think the top ones would be, maybe three top lessons would be um, everything you can figure it out. Business is not rocket science. Um, You don't have to know about business to do business. 
everything, you can figure it out. And honestly, if you're growing a business successfully, you should be doing something all the time that you don't know how to do and you have to figure it out because that means you're growing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I know how to do this. Now I'm here. Oh, I don't know how to do this. Okay, I'll figure it out. And then once you figure that out, then it's like another thing to figure out. You know, it's like having a team of two people is different than having a team of 15 people. And you're constantly like trying to figure that out. So if anyone out there listening wants to have a business, you don't have to have, you know, an MBA is like useless. Just run the business. Just get in and start selling things and doing things and and you'll figure everything out. Second thing is, and I, I should say, I don't have any business in my family heritage. So I didn't come in knowing anything. You can figure everything out. You just have to be able to work hard and hustle. And second thing is do the things that you love. Yes, work hard. I think the first five years, yeah, it was the first five years of my business. I worked seven days a week with no days off. Okay. After five years, I could finally start to take one day off. That's how hard I worked. However, you still have to do the things that bring you joy. And if it brings you joy, then you can work on it seven days a week with no breaks, right? So try not to look at like, oh, well, everybody else is doing it this way. I should do it this way. No, do the things that are kind of wild and crazy and that represent how you want to do it. Even if somebody looking at you would say, "Mm, you know, that's not the most conservative way or you might be spending too much money or maybe maybe that's not, you know, you have to do it your way. Um, If you do it what's fun, then you can have more um, endurance. And then the third would be, again, coming back to personal growth, you know, the business is for me is like a spiritual path. It will show me everywhere I have a weakness. So if I have a hard time speaking with people, yeah, it will bring up um, communication problems. If I have a hard time telling people no, it will bring up all kinds of opportunities where I have to tell people no. If I have a hard time negotiating, yeah. I'll have to do negotiating, real estate, sales, all those things. If I have a problem selling, I have to sell. If I have a problem public speaking, I have to public speak in front of a thousand people. If my knees are shaking, I still have to do it. You know, If I'm afraid to travel, I have to do international business. So it's like the business will always bring you to your edge of discomfort. And that's a good sign. Wow, that is powerful. Did you did you have did you have people mentoring you, guiding you, or was it just you looking inside, like, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Look at my inner work, my reflection. I did have, um, you know, since I started, actually, my spiritual teacher, who has been and mentor, has been extremely helpful and given me some really great advice. He really tries to empower me to make my own decisions. So it's not like I follow necessarily, yeah. but he has given me some really pivotal, pivotal advice in moments where I was unsure. So I've had his support and then also just like more nuts and bolts support with like the city of Phoenix, the state of Arizona, the United States federal. Like if you look for resources for small business, yeah. you can find so many resources like um, at least here in the States, yeah. organizations that will help you and mentor you for free you know, teach you how to do accounting, you know, and sometimes, sometimes it's really helpful and sometimes you outgrow it or they may teach you how to apply for a loan or how to find investment or how to do a pitch so you can get an investor. All of these things, um, you can find a lot of small business support. 
Wow, that's truly, truly beautiful. And it's the way, like, um, in a way, you become like a flower, right? Because you're, you're stretching, you're growing, you're learning. Where it be, you don't want to talk in public speaking. And it's like, okay, we have to do it. It doesn't matter. We have to do it. Where it be, I don't like flying. I get air sick, um, motion sickness. Okay, we're going to do international. We're going to see who we can connect with. But the journey is truly beautiful. So is it for the first five years, you worked seven days a week? And then after five years, you was able to take one day off? How did you know when you was ready to upscale, like to, to, to recruit someone or to ask for help? Because the workload just becomes too big. You can't okay. do it all. You know, yet there was a time when I was seeing clients and I was pouring stuff into bottles and I was labeling the bottles and putting the tops on and then giving and shipping and making. And, and then I thought, hmm, I need one admin person to help me. Um, I need one person to help me make products and then just very slowly 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 you grow you know maybe you maybe you start out hiring a graphic designer to do your website yeah. and you only hire them for a couple weeks of the year and then suddenly a few years later you need a full-time graphic designer who's constantly working for you every day every hour so you just little by little by little by little you grow do you know like say from from the example of the graphic designer would you know would your instinct intuition tell you okay no i need you full time um it depends on you as a person okay sometimes uh sometimes you go too long without getting help okay yeah i would say women if we're going to make a generalization women tend to work longer without asking for help yeah you should ask for help yeah men tend to ask for help sooner yeah. So you kind of just have to look at yourself. And I would say, ask for help before you think you can afford it. Okay. So you, you, you don't want to go broke Yeah. because you're paying someone else. Yeah. But if you look at the money you have and you say, gosh, I'm, I'm just, I'm close, but I can't really afford to take mm -hmm. an assistant. It's time to hire an assistant because that person will generate activity and money coming in to pay for themselves. Wow. Wow. That is an amazing example because it is true. Um, I remember I had a family friend and um, she was saying how her manager was being really mean to her. And she's like, I've made so many sales. I've already paid for my own wage. <laughs> so it is, it is true. Katie, what is a flower cleanse? It can be um, you choosing like seven different colors of fresh flowers and floating them in water. Okay. In, in the sunlight. Okay. And then that creates like a, fl a flower essence. And then you can make wishes, like deep, 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 deep wishes, like the innermost wishes that you have for your life and for humanity. And then you will dump that water over your head. And it's like the intention is more than just like healing a couple little things. Okay. And it's really like a huge transformation inside of yourself. And allowing that to take place. And so, cleaning away whatever you don't need, what doesn't serve you. Wow. So when I want huge transformation, I should do a cleanse. And then when I want to, like, a wish or something, I should do an offering. When, 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 when do I know when, like, say if someone's new, but they don't know which when should they do which one or when should they gravitate to do which one? Does that make sense? Yeah, if you feel like you've been suffering in a lot of pain okay. and heartbreak, or if you're ready for something new, or you're ready for a change, or you don't know what you're going to do, but you, you want a change, 
then I would do a flower cleanse. cleanse okay. And then the flower offering is more like gratitude, thank you, dedication, prayers for others, you know, like spreading the seeds. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's, that's pure. So do you think a cleanse would go well for a career tra transition, like a change of career? Yeah? Definitely, definitely. You go, girl, you're the go-to. Katie, I saw your TEDx talk. You did? Oh, my goodness. No, I wish I saw it. I haven't seen it yet. I have so many things to watch on you. I have so many blogs I need to read. I can't keep up with you, girl. <laughs> How was the journey? Mm, I wanted to do a TEDx talk for so long. And, yeah? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just uh, applied a couple times, and I finally got chosen. And then um, they do a little bit of coaching so that you make sure you have the right time and you, you know what you're going to do. Um, because you get nervous, even though you you think you're not going to be nervous, but you've got that time clock. You can see the time clock, right? And um, everything has to be in a certain amount of time, and you have to be really engaging. And yeah, it was a really good practice for me. I was much more nervous than I thought I would be. Wow. But it's a very good experience. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. I love it. What is your favorite flower essence? What kind of question? Um, or, or depending on the mood say for example you're looking for inspiration or you're being overwhelmed and you're like okay like i'm here and i need to progress i need to see x amount or what would you go to so many oh yeah there's just i mean we have 250 different flower essences and let's see i mean my personal favorite flower is jasmine okay i like jasmine because it's very simple there's nothing like crazy about it. It's not even really exotic. It's just a little white star. If you saw it, you might overlook it. But at night, when you walk by, it's so wow. Yeah. It's very like seductive. And it's also very healing for like, it helps women feel beautiful and love themselves and understand their gifts more. Wow. Um, but like right now, for this conversation, I chose a blend called Inner Knowing, and it has a fern on the label. And this one is about trusting yourself and being able to source a deeper level of intuition, because I want to be able to say the things that the people listening to your podcast would want to hear. So this is just to like help me align with that. I love it. I love it. Sometimes when I do podcasts, before going on the podcast, I feel like my throat closes up and I have to end up coughing what, what do you think would be what should i go to what should i gravitate would, would you prefer a flower mist or do you prefer like drops under the tongue it matter. it doesn't matter how you take it but the flowers that i would recommend or the blends we have a blend called truth teller True. and it has five or four or five different flowers for opening up the throat chakra helping you tell the truth speak the truth speak more eloquently communicate better and honestly it's like if you get to the i because i have a podcast i get to that point where it's like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Out yeah, yeah. Everything's coming out wrong. Then I just like mist or put the elixir in my mouth and like boom, everything is so smooth and easy. Um, another one is sacred awareness. It's a little bit different. Sacred awareness, sacred awareness is really good for podcasting and public speaking because not only does it open up your chakra and help yeah. you speak and express more clearly, it also helps you really fine-tune feel the energy of the people that you're speaking to wow so that you know how to say things and when and how like per perfectly like how to say things in a way that will like really electrify them wow do you think because you said that for four months on like four to five times a day for four months should i only do this when 
I'm doing the podcast and interviewing or regardless? Mm, I would say you want to do it as much as you possibly can, but okay. it will really support you during podcasting. Okay, perfect. Or do you think I should use, say, for example, the truth teller when I'm interviewing, but use a different flower essence the other times I'm not? Yeah, you could. I mean, if, if generally you feel like you express yourself really well in everyday life and that's not really an issue and maybe you're working on something like love or abundance or clarity or mm, getting things done or, right, you might be working on different things. And then when you turn towards your podcast, it's like, oh, the communication thing again. Then you can go back to those. Got it. Got it. I love it. I love it. Katie, what is your favorite movie? It's an Indian movie called The Buddha. Is it good? It's really <laughs> Is it easy to understand? And there's subtitles. Okay, that's nice. Um, and what is your favorite book? The Life of Mila Repa. Nice. Easy read or hard read? It's very easy. It's the story of a Tibetan yogi. When he was young, his family, his family did some really bad things, and so he did black magic. Okay. And killed a lot of people. And then the book is a story of how he his whole rest of his life spends um, learning with different teachers and meditating and doing different practices so that he can purify the negative karma of killing people and ultimately attain awakening. Wow. Story. Yeah. Is, is it big? No. No. Okay. Nice. Nice. If you had a billboard on the side of the highway, what would it say? Mm, like it's time. It's time to bloom flower essences i love it that's beautiful knowing where you are now knowing that you're doing extremely well you've grown the company and you're even gonna go even further what advice would you give to your younger self where you're giving consultations and you're bottling up bottles at the same time i would say think bigger go faster oh i gotta listen to this advice now think bigger go faster and do what brings you joy Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. Katie, tell us about your book. Tell us about San Senna. Is that like courses you do? Is there teachings you do, courses? Tell us about that. Yeah, we do courses about flower essences and like what they are, how to work with them, mostly to practitioners who okay. want to use them in their like acupuncture or massage or kinesiology or naturopathic medicine so that we can create this like army of healers yeah. that works with flower essences and then we also create experiences you know where people can learn about them but just by experiencing them maybe it's like a flower card reading or it's an event or it's a food where they can they can feel it and what they drink or eat you know or a botanical treatment or um, meditation everything is designed to help people experience more of themselves through flower essences I love it. And tell us about your book. Where can people purchase your book? Ooh, the book right now is out of print. So it's only there's only one more on Amazon. Literally, there's only one more print on Amazon. Literally, <laughs> and I, and I don't even know if it's that's because I don't. I'm currently in Colombia, so I don't know if it links it up maybe to the UK or the US or if there's a difference. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's sold out. So um, we're. By 2023, we will go into reprint process okay. and reprint it. Um, so there will be more next year, and they'll be broken up into smaller books, so it'll be a little easier to handle. Right now, it's like big fat. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll make it actually even better. 
uh, next year. So if you don't get a copy, you can look for it next year. <laughs> I love it. Tell us about your podcast. Yeah, right now I'm taking a little bit of a sabbatical, but but at the time I was doing an interview every week or an episode every week wow. for three years straight. Wow. Um, yeah, I, it's uh, it's like really good practice <laughs> listening and engaging with people and talking. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I stopped, I'd stopped for a little break and now I'm just seeing, you know, if some other idea comes up and maybe I do another one, but in a different way. Nice. Nice. It is, it, for me, it's been truly healing and very transformational and very educational as well. But I'm also, I'm, I'm nearing, I'm at 80, but I have probably 92 left before the new year. I'm aiming for a hundred and then I'm taking a break. 100 total or 100 more no 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 100 total <laughs> and then, yeah and then and then I'm, I'm taking a little break yeah yeah because like juggling too many things you're just like okay but then the time zone and and the edit and let's get it right so I was just like, okay I'm gonna push myself get 100 I'm Katie tell me about your products so we have mace we have the tinctures we have basalts, um, oils like for your whole body, and then little more concentrated oils like a natural perfume. They're called anointing oils. Um, yeah, and they're all equally as powerful. So if you're the kind of person that likes to take things internally, get the elixir. If you're the kind of person that loves scents, yeah. get anointing oil for the mist. So it's really just like what you are going to use most often. I love it. I love it. Um, I also saw the vlogs on um, the different dishes with the petals. Would you ever do like a ebook, like a like a court, like a educational thing where you educate people, or we or we good with the blog post? Um, yeah, I mean, I food is like we have a chef actually. We work with a chef. His name is Justin Boer, and he has a lot of amazing recipes. Um, and so we're um. Hopefully he'll come out with the recipe book of like actual foods that you can put flowers and flower essences into. I love it. I love it. Do you have any um, speaking engagements where we can see you? Mm. Goodness, I'm leaving in one week for Nepal and India and Taiwan, but I should be back in the next year. February. Yeah. So hopefully by like March, April, I'll be speaking again in Phoenix here at the Sun Center. Nice. Are you going? Is it work? Yes, yeah, probably work related. Yeah, but uh, well, oh, you mean the trip? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's always work related. Um, I'm talking to several people about building a business in Taiwan. And then India and Nepal is more like for meditation practices. Mm, but all of those funnel into the business as well. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. How can the listeners support you? You can visit our website, lotusway.com, and it's wei.com, and you can take the quiz. You can find out what flowers you're into. Um, you can work with flower essences. My flower essence teacher said that if we could get 3% of the world's population actively working with flower essences, it would really positively change the outcome of the future of this planet. And he wasn't specific, like, exactly how, but... I do see the ripple effect take place when people take flower essences, whether it's in their friends, their families, their communities, the ripple effect is real. Um, and so the more people that we can get interested in and engaged in flower essences, the more this ripple effect of happiness spreads. And so uh, just finding people that are interested in flowers and flower essences and transformation 
and transforming the world from the inside out. I love it. Do you still work with your teacher? My, so I have several different teachers. Okay. My flower essence teacher, the one who taught me about the art of flower essences, I haven't seen him in many, many, many years. He lives in Madrid, Spain. <gasps> and yeah, and he teaches in Spain, Mexico, and Argentina. Wow. He did at the time. Um, and then in terms of like meditation and spiritual teachers, uh, I still see them on a regular basis. So, so nice. Nice. I love it. I love it. So that's how you learned Spanish, right? I learned Spanish from living. I lived in Spain for a year and I okay. lived in Mexico for two years. Nice. Nice. Good on you, girl. What a beautiful experience. I love that. I really, really do. So so 3% of the population, how much is that? How, how, I don't even know the population. Do you think we can achieve that? Yeah, I think we can achieve it. I mean, at least I'll spend the rest of my life working towards that. Uh, that's a good goal. That's a good, really, really good goal. Yeah, and, and I think just by all the media, right? And also you have um, the center. So that means you're training up practitioners to work. So that's that's causing a ripple effect in their area, in their neighborhood, in their location. And as well with the podcast, with the education you provide, the courses, the products, and the way so many avenues and trails are being paved as well. So that's really, really good. That's exciting. Would you ever create a movie? Yeah, I would love to. Or a documentary? Oh, I would love to. Yeah, it's just a matter of finding the right editor who would be, be able to put together a story. But we have so much footage of collecting flowers in all these wild, crazy places and blue burials and funny things. And um, so, yeah, I think that would be amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Katie, thank you so much for being on Gentle Touch. You're so peaceful. Your energy is so good, girl. I love it. I'm just like, ah, yes. It's been so calming to be in your presence. Thank you for taking the time to come on Gentle Touch, especially before your trip, because it was either now or in February. And I was like, Katie, no, please, please make time for me. You can do this. We can squeeze you in, girl. <laughs> no, squeeze me in. We can do it. Thank you for... Just being so open in your teachings as well, where it be the blog post, where it be the book, where it be the courses, um, and as well in the products and your podcast, which is amazing. You're so inspirational because you've done so much. I was like, I was like, how does this girl do it now? I know because it's it's not easy. It is not easy, but just goes to show to and. Um, to everyone to educate ourselves we have options go read the blog post katie has go look at the website go do the quiz go check out her podcast her inst her, her business instagram has five thousand posts do you, do you have a so you have to have a social media agency full-time working for you right are they full-time or part-time no, no no we have no agency i built up instagram when it first started to like the first a thousand and then the several ten maybe up to like ten thousand okay and then i um i hired a marketing person okay and she she works very closely with me and yeah i mean we just kind of built it little by little by little by little by little and um yeah, no outside agency. It's been it's been really really good because it just goes to show the dedication and the love and the effort that goes into it, and in um, how how we can reach other people as well, which is truly truly amazing. Katie, how anything else? Any last words? How listeners can support you? So thank you so much, Katie. Wishing you the best. Have a safe flight on your travels, and have a beautiful Christmas and a happy New Year. 
Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and found this podcast useful. If you did, be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening and joining Gentle Touch. I'll see you in the next episode. Want to get in touch? Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Link is in the description. Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're on. Stay tuned and keep listening. Much love.